0: Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with your hosts, E Rock and Big Z. Yeah, yeah. Episode 38 brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out GritClothingCode.com and use the promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my co-host, E-Rock. What up, E? What's good, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you're a first-timer
1: or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review, hopefully five stars, on your listening app of choice. Don't forget, you can support the show at anchor.fm slash truechicagosportsfans
0: slash support. What's good, Z, man? How you doing? How was your week? Um, My my week was pretty good. How's your your little vacation there, brother?
1: Uh, Vacation was cool. I mean, uh, yesterday was my birthday. We got together for that a little bit. Uh, There was an awesome event uh, yesterday with the CPD Knights. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so yesterday, me and Gigantor uh, headed over to the Pullman uh, Community Center, and we helped out the CPD Knights uh, with their community uh, outreach, which was uh, a baseball clinic for uh, the youth, and it was open to everybody and no cost at all. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the truth. That facility is state of the art. That's awesome. I mean, there's about six down. One, two, three, four. About four or five fields. Yeah. And you know, it, it's it's plexiglass and or super glass, whatever it is. And then there's netting <laughs> and it's turf field. And we had about uh, 25 nights there. Wow. Uh, so and there were stations. Uh, each station was about four or five minutes. So kids got to learn hitting, yeah. pitching, uh, base running, agility skills, um, just everything. And they were, we also had uh, they had Tampico there, which yeah. is, you know, one of our friends. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, we also had uh, Sports and Ortho. They did, it helped out uh, some of the Knights. You know, we're a little old to <laughs> so get stretched out. Right. So some of the guys got stretched out, uh, but they were there uh, consulting as well and had good conversation with them. Um, awesome. Parents were awesome. Uh, everybody there was just, you know, super related, super friendly to be with. And uh, we had a great time. It's, it's a great event for the kids to be able
1: to give back to the community. Like I was saying, when we did our, our show with the CBD Knights and their mm-hmm. board members talking about like what it's like to be uh be able to see police officers in a positive spotlight seeing them them humans see them as humans exactly so i mean especially with everything that's going on in the world right now um but yeah that's that's awesome i unfortunately wasn't unable to attend the event right my wife went yesterday morning to get her first uh, dose of the COVID vaccine. I got mine the day before. So hopefully everyone out there is getting vaccinated, taking care of yourself so right. that we can all gather safely again because that's what we're trying
0: to do. That's exactly what we're trying to do. All right. So uh, shout out to our boy, Jose Shorty Torres. He defeated yeah. Blaine O'Driscoll in his fight last week on Brave cf 49 Flyweight tournament. That was great. We actually sat down and watched the fight because they're in Bahrain, which yes. is in Iran. So, no, it's, it's in, right? I don't know. It's a little island. Yeah. Off of Qatar. Oh, that's well, how you say it, right? Even, Qatar? Yeah. yeah. With a Q Qatar? Cut- Qatar? Yeah. I yeah, don't know. No, 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 it's Qatar but, to me.
1: But yeah, so I mean, like, we love seeing him fight, unfortunately, oh, yeah. because of where he is sometimes.
0: The 10-hour difference.
1: Yeah, so it's weird to watch that fight, but we actually were able to sit down and watch the fight last night, and he did a great job. I mean, he, he picked up uh, O'Driscoll like three, four times and slammed him down, and he, <laughs> and he got the uh, he got the W, so he'll be moving on in the tournament. Um, but, it was, yeah, it was great to see him to see him fight. And, and I, I'm going to give him a shout-out because he was the first one, because of that time difference, he was yeah. the first one to give me a shout-out on Facebook and say happy birthday so appreciate you shorty z we have another great guest this week from beer pong chicago connor holtz is going
0: to be joining us a little bit later oh that's exciting man i mean just i'm excited because i i i played beer pong yeah I, apparently i played it incorrectly <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know there was rules i didn't either <laughs> i think it was like i, I always thought it was like
1: all right, hit a cup, take a shot. And i are like, well, maybe, yeah. maybe that's just the way that I roll. I mean, it's a exactly. uh, Yeah, also today we'll talk about some more Bears moves, a ton of moves made by the Bulls at the trade deadline. Loyola playing in the Sweet 16 and Blackhawk News, as well as what's going on with Chicago baseball in both si- on both sides of town
0: in our three up and three down segment. I love three up and three down. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, folks, let's get this started. This is The Loop. Our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago.
2: Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago.
0: Welcome to Chicago. All right, guys. Any Bears
1: news? Uh, yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> we were just talking about how yeah. the Bears, uh, NFL, it's nonstop. It never stops. So, yeah. I mean, we're always going to find something to talk about. Yeah, with the all team. season
0: has been very, very active.
1: Absolutely. So, check it out. The NFL is expected to announce the expansion to 17 regular season games effective starting this 2021 season. That's per uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter. So, it's the, gospel. It, well, absolutely. Because, you know, that man yeah. speaks the truth. They don't go out on ESPN unless they have at least two sources. So, that's how right. I, why I try. That more than other uh, outlets. There, uh, NFL has been playing a
0: 16-game uh, regular season schedule since 1978. So, 17 games. This, I, I'm okay with the 17 games. There's probably going to be uh, two uh, buys, buys. Right. That's what that, they from.
1: I I, I cannot confirm or that room. because I have also. I that's what I think. That's the only way that you can really do 17 is if you have two bye weeks. Um, I've also seen where they're not going to add a, a second bye week, so so I mean they're going to have to eliminate
0: preseason games,
1: right? More than likely, that's They'll what's going to happen. They just go back to two. Funny enough, Alvin Kamara from the Saints came out, is that he said this, sh- dumb as hell. Uh, he, that was his response to the 17-game season. So it doesn't sound like he's a big fan of that.
0: Uh, I don't think they're prorating the their salary to it. They're not adjusting the salary. That's probably That's why. Probably it That's probably it right there. there. It when there's money, it's it the right? yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so this season, the Bears are going to face the AFC North and the NFC West, uh, which includes home games against the Arizona Cardinals, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, and San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they're also going to have away games against the Seattle Seahawks, Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. uh, <laughs> Cleveland Browns,
0: and the LA Rams with their new quarterback, formerly of Detroit. Well To me, it always seems like the Bears have a hard schedule, no matter what. Whether they suck or they're good, it looks like a hard schedule. It's luck of the draw. Absolutely. I mean, and you never know when these teams are going to be good because these these uh, divisions get rotated. So well,
1: every year you get that first to worst or worst to first scenario. So, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe this is. The- <laughs> yeah. uh, so, well, the, the Bears actually finished second uh, last season in the NFC North. So they're going to face the same place finisher in the NFC East, which is the New York Giants Okay, and the NFC South, which is the uh, the dad's defending champ. No, he hates them because <laughs> of Brady now. Uh, but the defending uh, Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers
0: I mean, I like the Bucks. I'm not a big fan of Brady I respect them Right But So
1: there they're, I, I saw Tampa? something I saw uh, Two birds, one stone Yeah, that's true mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Road trip
1: uh, Yeah, that's interesting
0: We'll have to see how that shakes out <laughs> um, Yeah, they, they, uh, they had a lot of signings too Alright, the Bears signed uh, Veteran offensive lineman Elijah Wilkinson to one-year contract. Wilkinson, 26, spent the last four seasons with the Broncos. So the Mm. Broncos and the Bears just keep shifting players back and (laughs) forth. I guess they like the orange and blue, right? Absolutely. All right, so uh, he was appearing in uh, 45 games with 26 starts after entering the NFL with Denver in 2017 as an undrafted free agent out of Massachusetts. Who plays in Massachusetts? I didn't even know they... (laughs) Crab cakes? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Unless it's like, you know, MIT and uh, Boston College. Yeah,
0: I mean Waddle's Waddle's territory, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So after opening the, the f- final seven games at right guard in 2018, Wilkinson started 12 contests at right tackle in 2019. He remained at right tackle last season, starting the first three games before he was placed on IR with a broken shin bone. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Wilkinson recovered from the injury in time to return and start the final four contests of the season.
1: So this is a guy that's been around for a while, familiar in the NFL. He's not a, a rookie. He's not right. a like, first or second year player. And you, what you're seeing is that finally the Bears are addressing offensive line
0: needs. They're starting to fill in some of the gaps there. Yeah, with a veteran. Yeah, not not, right. not, not not no more experiments.
1: Well, I mean, they're, they're, you're always going to have an experiment, um, but you're, it's not like Rashad Coward who... on both sides of the line. Yeah, he's a coward. Uh, They also brought back former Chicago Bear Christian Jones. He's returning for his second stint with the Bears after signing a one-year deal. Lots of one-year deals for this Mm -hmm. team. Uh, Jones was here for his first four NFL seasons in Chicago. Uh, He came over as an undrafted free agent from Florida State. Uh, He played in 63 games with 31 starts for the Bears. He then signed with the Lions in 2018 and spent the last three seasons up there in Detroit. Uh, They also brought back uh, safety DeAndre Houston Carson. He's going to return for a sixth season with the Bears after signing a one-year deal again last week. Uh, The Bears on Friday also re-signed cornerback Ari Burns, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They brought him back for a one-year deal. Um, He joined the Bears last March after spending his force for seasons with the Steelers, like I said, Mm -hmm. um, but he tore his ACL during, during a training camp practice last year in August and he spent the entire season on the IR.
0: That sucks. That sucks. Well, a familiar name Mm -hmm. is back in the NFL. That's right. That's right. Kyle long is back. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, we, we forgot to mention this a couple weeks ago, but Uh you know what? It's, it's worth mentioning because you know, everybody's like, Oh, he should sign with the bears. Uh, Uh, yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. He hates Nagy. He does. Yeah. So, um, Current contract, he's going to sign a one-year contract, $1.5 million with the champs. Yeah. Or last year's champs, yeah. not this year's champs. Kansas City Chiefs. So, he's also getting a $350,000 signing bonus. Mm. And uh, 1,000 1, $1, dollars is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's going to make a good chunk of change. He's and making, He's in a great team, great he,
1: position. He's not making like a ton of money. He's making a nice little uh, payday there. He's got a nice uh, signing bonus. I, I thought that he was going to go play for the Raiders where his dad played, but he's staying in the division. So, I mean, they probably offered him something that he couldn't refuse. No one else is really... Uh, who else is really calling Kyle Long and trying to draw him out of retirement? You know, uh, Not many people. Um, So, oh, the what? San Francisco 49ers again making moves in the draft. Uh, they, move, they moved up to the number three draft spot, which they got from the Dolphins. Shout out to Mike One's favorite team. Uh, now there's rumors that they're moving up to possibly grab the guy I think the Bears should go after, quarterback Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also hearing that Justin Fields' draft stock is dropping. It's all over the place. Not long ago, he was thought to be the best quarterback in the draft that's not named Sunshine, Sunshine. Trevor Lawrence. Now, you know, I've been on the
0: record saying that I'm a fan of Justin Fields, so I'm thinking maybe
1: they have a chance now?
0: Uh, I mean, I think they, the Bears do move up. they, they got to make a move to move up. I mean, you got to address the quarterback.
1: So, the thing is, is that Larry Mayer was on Twitter and he was saying there's a prediction that the Bears are going to trade up from number 20 to the 11 pick to, to pick Alabama's quarterback, Mac Jones, sending a 2021 third round pick and a 2022 first round pick to the Giants. Do it. You like Mac Jones?
0: I like McDonald.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, Alabama doesn't traditionally give out good quarterbacks i mean that's just what where they've been so i don't know i'm so so on it i mean i feel like we we're in the boat where we're like they got to get somebody they, they get have somebody to drive right. somebody but i think yeah, i think if fields is there you go after him and if mac jones is the second option there because i don't think at this point they're going to get a chance at, at to Trey Lance. they then obviously they're not going to get someone like uh, trevor lawrence so there's just a lot of names zach wilson has been rumored to be like the second overall pick um So there's a lot of kind of fluidity in this first, like, 10 to 15 uh, draft spots for for this season because there's so many quarterbacks out there. And no matter what, if you're that high up in the draft, typically you're going to need a quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, the Dolphins are just making moves and they got, I don't know, like, the Dolphins have a ton, a ton of like first and second round. Like for picks. the next, yeah, for the next yeah. seven years, they yeah. have like two first rounders and two second like rounders every, every year. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna be good. They're gonna um,
1: be good. Hey, uh, let me tell you. Like I said, that's Mike Mike One's favorite team. I still think why? about him. Why? Because he he just loved the Dolphins. I
0: mean, did he? Yeah, he was did. it the Marino kind of thing?
1: I don't I don't remember. He told me once uh, before he passed that that there was a reason why he was a Dolphins fan. I'm guessing it was Marino. I know guys that were Dolphins fans because of Marino because I think his his total touchdowns was 420. You know what that means? Yeah. So I had a buddy in high school who was actually like always wearing Marino stuff because of that reason. I'm like, I get it. It's but- a stretch. <laughs> That's a stretch, man. <laughs> All right, man. What's going on at the
0: Madhouse in Madison with the Blackhawks? The Blackhawks. Uh, they had one of the tough they have one of the toughest stretches right now. They're playing their nemesis The Predators mm-hmm. The Nashville Predators You know I love Nashville But those Predators Are very pesky And they have trouble With them right. uh, They they just took a loss The other day They're gonna play tonight Which we're recording On Sunday So they're playing tonight And then the rest of the week They'll be playing The, Hurricane, uh, the Hurricanes From Carolina mm-hmm. And then the Predators again So that's a tough stretch. It's it's running the gauntlet. You're playing a lot of these hard teams, and you're
1: playing them a lot in and, a, in a short amount of time because you're playing back to backs. Right. So I think a lot of that had to do with the COVID schedule, and yeah. that and that they just did that in advance. Yeah. So you're gonna now you're seeing like the NFL is going back to a regular schedule, MLB is going back to a regular schedule when they had to make the schedule for. NBA NHL. And, and NHL, you had a lot more restrictions, so you're seeing a lot of clumping of teams kind of staying in that same area for a while.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, there's somebody who just came back, man. I heard. Yeah, Kirby Doc is back. Wow. Yeah. Guess who's back? <laughs> 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 so, you know, Dak's a center who skates extremely well. He's uh really good defensively. Mm-hmm. He comes, he gets a lot of those loose pucks, those mm-hmm. 50, 50, 50 pucks. Um, and obviously, we know he's a, a skilled offensive player. I mean, we need him. We're we're down. We don't have a captain, and we really haven't had a true center all season. Right, and the thing is, is that there's still a lot of
1: rumors flying around about what's going on with Johnny Taves. He's not going to come back this season at all. I don't think so. Um, I, I overheard someone talking about when he did a little short video for Patrick Kane um, but for for the 1,000 for, game. For, for his 1,000 game. I think it's for his, his goals or whatever it was. Because, you know, we talk about Keener being the, the best ever American-born mm-hmm. player. Um, but someone noticed he's looking thin. He's not in hockey shape. So even if he was healthy enough to play, like healthy enough physically or whatever the hell's going on with him, right? Um, he's not in hockey shape to play. I mean, that's that's probably the most grueling sport, just considering the fact that you're constantly moving no matter what. There's no— yeah, there's That in no,
0: soccer. You're right, just, yeah. right.
1: So, I mean— I hope he's come back soon, but they have been without a couple of these players that they need to kind of move on to the next step.
0: That's right. That's uh, what's right.
1: going on on the other side of the building with the Chicago Bulls?
0: All right. I mean, I mean they're making a little bit of noise. I heard. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah well, well, the Chicago okay. Bulls. I've <laughs> traded for all-star Nikolai Vucevic. Nikolai. I got that right, today? I got that right, Vucevic? Uh-huh. Hey. Hulk. Uh, this one I'm gonna mess up. Uh, Al Farouk Aminu, yeah, that's perfect. Oh, two for two. Uh, they got him, you know, from Orlando for in exchange for Wendell Carter Jr. Thank bomb, God. Otto Porter Jr. Bomb, um. <laughs> <laughs> and two first round picks. Which is I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that because players yeah. over picks. That's that's that's, yeah, that's, that's a, right. lo- uh, a philosophy here. Yeah. So that was announced on Thursday. Um, the first round picks are going to Magic are for 2021, which is this uh, mm. uh, draft and two years from now, 2023. Okay. They, all, they also made some more moves. Uh-huh. You know, I, I was trying to practice this name because it looks funny, uh-huh. but it's, it's it's Tice, yeah. It's not Thies. It's, it's not Thies. Thies. It's yeah. Tice, like Mike Tice. Yeah, like Mike Tice. So Bulls acquired center Mike Tice and <laughs> shooting <laughs> center, <laughs> centered, Dang, no center Daniel Tice uh, and shooting guard Javante Green in separate trade with Boston Telt- Celtics. Uh-huh. Uh, this is an exchange for Mo Wagner, 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 uh, who they acquired earlier on that day in another deal with the Washington Wizards, where they sent Luke Hornet. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I saw that Mo Wagner was coming
1: to Chicago. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, I remember him in Michigan being like a great player. I think he was like Big Ten Player of the Year a couple of years ago when they went. They had a pretty decent run in the, uh, in the tournament, uh, which Michigan's actually playing right now. And I think they're going to win this one. They should. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I was like, oh, OK, I like this kid. I like this kid. Right when that happened We talked to Mike Logic And he was like I like Daniel Tice way better Which I get Because he's a big man And he's aggressive And he's gritty And he's grimy And that's the kind of guy You want in the middle Um, But then I saw uh, Mo Wagner Playing for the Seas And he's out there Popping shots I was like man You kind of needed that Yeah
0: I was like Okay I don't
1: know How I feel about this (laughs) man.
0: Um, but you know Zach, uh, Zach Levine came out And had something to say about it uh, A couple of Zach Levine things But uh-huh. first of all well, you know, Shout out to Jack Who ran into Zach Levine At 7-Eleven Yeah that was and, cool And Zach Levine uh, Was really cool with him And you know Hopefully down the line We can mm-hmm. have him on the show You never know mm-hmm. You know we get big guests From time to time Once in a while Yeah so the Chicago Bulls got a hell of a lot better with these trades, right? hmm But there was a sub a subtle jab by Zach <laughs> Levine, you know? He's like, he posted, uh, or this is with an interview. Mm-hmm. He said, we appreciate that uh, what those guys brought and the sacrifice they made for the Bulls. Okay. Trade deadlines, draft night, offseason, that's when you lose teammates and friends. I reached out to each one of those guys and let them know I appreciate them and wished them luck.
1: Yeah, good for them. Goodbye.
0: So in other words, we appreciate you, bro, but uh, we just got a hell of a lot better.
1: Oh, yeah. They did because now uh, I want to say the number is uh, that there's only, you know, out of the five players in, in the NBA with a certain status, like 20 points, 10 rebounds, or whatever it was, and it and two of them are uh, now on the Chicago Bulls, and that's Zach Levine and that's Vuk. So, I mean, like, they definitely, um, you you see Karn, uh, Karnasovas, Um, drive to make this team better. They're they're, one thing that they really need to focus on because they did not get it in in any trades is looking for their future point guard because right now they really don't have one on this team. Um, I know Mike Logic is really on the Alonzo Ball bandwagon. He really wants him to be a bull. I think with his passing ability, his ability to be a true point guard, that's definitely something that that the Bulls need and, and that they should be looking for.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And the thing is the thing with the uh the ball kid is that he's a restricted free agent. So mm-hmm. if we offer a contract, they can still match it.
1: They they can.
0: Yeah. They can. Well they um, I don't know. I don't know why they would try to get rid of him. What they got Zang Willis and him. Like the, I I don't know. I look I, I don't follow the Pelicans like that. I will tell you what, I I'm really impressed with uh what Art Carney our, our new Acme. guy Acme <laughs> He's the Acme administration Cause you know A-K-M-E uh-huh. See what I did there uh-huh. Acme? <laughs>
1: uh, But yeah he came out And he said Obviously we want Chicago To be an attractive destination For free agents We are serious here About winning And we're serious About a culture Of being competitive
0: I love it Dude he, he- He's probably my, my second favorite GM right now.
1: Yeah. Well, who's the first? Well, Rick Hunt. Oh, that's sure. right. Shocker. shocker. <laughs> oh, man. Unfortunate news. The Loyola men's basketball team, they did reach the sweet 16 after their victory over Illinois. Unfortunately, the ride is over for the
0: Ramblers. And Farva. Oh,
1: they fell to the number 12 Oregon State Beavers, who have been... Just beating everyone Every higher seed That they've faced so far They're beaten up Um, Yeah so unfortunately The Ramblers lost 65 to 58 They had some great chances But my boy Cameron Crutwig A.K.A. Officer Farva Farva. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah (laughs) He he, he and (laughs) uh, He and the Ramblers Couldn't pull it off In the end But still a great run For Loyola And the funny thing The funniest thing That came out All of this The sister Jimmy
0: mr gene with the jordan face and oh boy oh man the internet wins again yeah absolutely hey the internet stays undefeated sir yeah yeah (laughs) just like father time all right guys we'll be right back with three up and three down spring training edition after a word from our sponsors Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is three up and three down.
2: I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two,
0: three strikes, That's our Chicago baseball roundup where
1: we give you three good things and three bad things about our favorite team, Big Z.
0: What's going on on the south side? Oh, oh, you we're going to keep this short. This spring training, you don't do the full you know, full nine innings, right? Uh-huh. Well, so we're just going to keep this short. I'm going to got three points. All right. Point number one, White Sox start the season on thursday april 1st i do not like that day because mm. it's april 1st i mean mm. it's for my late grandfather's birthday i think because he never had a birth certificate <laughs> but that's just another story for a different podcast oh boy uh, yeah so yeah they start the april 1st against los angeles angels mm. and your uh manager over there oh joe madden yeah yeah, yeah and a few guys that I know a few over couple there. cubs over there right uh-huh. yeah so they were playing over there it is a late game it's a 905 game that's gonna be rough on a Thursday. West Coast baseball, baby. That's yeah, that is. So it's gonna be a great showdown because Geolito's taking the bump versus one of the best hitters of our lifetime, mm-hmm. Mike the Trout. Mike Trout does not get enough
1: like uh, respect.
0: No, not it's, at all. And
1: it's because where he plays. It is because it, it's a small market. It's it's uh, the and Los Angeles Angels of Anato-
0: Anaheim. That I blame that on, on on MLB. Yeah, you have a superstar, mm-hmm. good-looking kid he's putting up numbers carrying your your league yep and you're not you are not exposing them to well, everybody you're not you're not part, promoting here, them. here's the thing all of West
1: Coast baseball I couldn't tell you the last time I saw the Mariners play the Diamondbacks play we're gonna pay attention now because you got the Dodgers and the Padres yeah that's gonna be but great baseball everything to watch. Else, you who are you paying attention to the Cardinals the Cubs right your division the white no I'm saying the rest of the country Oh The Cardinals The Cubs Now a little bit You're going to see more About the White Sox The Yankees You, you hear about the Yankees You Boston. hear about the Mets A ton And Boston Those are the teams You hear about Right Philly Because they're kind of In the mix over there uh, Washington Nationals A right. little bit Because they just won The World Series uh, Recently But you never hear About West Coast baseball And that's because The other half of the country Is asleep by the time You start playing
0: Yeah That's that, not their that's, fault It's not their fault But, it but is it's what it is. I mean Well They can make adjustments They can make them More more day games you know who plays day games? The Cubs. The, Cubs. the Cubs. Cubs.
1: That's who plays day games. That's why they're so popular in in the, on the West Coast. Yeah. I mean, again, even, it's even an MLB their, problem. Even their day games, they would start like while you're getting out of work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that would be an early game from them. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of... Even so, how are you going to consume that game?
0: Yeah. A 9.05 start though.
1: makes it the only way that really the whole country can consume that game. Because you got to remember, that's our time now, 9.05. For them, it's 7.05.
0: New York, it's 10 o'clock.
1: Right. <laughs> so, that's that's what it comes down to.
0: All right. Point number two. Rick Conn announced on Thursday that left fielder Eloy Jimenez... Oh, man. ...has suffered a ruptured left pectoral tendon and will require surgery. He's mm. expected to miss five to six months out of action... Putting his season in jeopardy. I mean, you don't. He's not putting his season in jeopardy. His season is over. His season. This reminds me, and yep, I know. in a way, yeah, I know. Yeah. I already Schwartz, know. Schwartz, right? Yeah, yeah, he got hurt early in the season, yeah. came back for the playoffs and raked, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. So this this reminds me of a bad fielder who got hurt early and now, hey, ooh, is he going to show back? Is he going to come back for yeah. the playoffs? Yeah.
0: No, they 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 should really plan that not have him uh, for the rest of the year. Well, t- I mean, because you still got to get timing down well, for, the, for, for the, hitting. The,
1: the Cubs 100% planned that sure was done for the season. Yeah. And then it just happened. It was like, well, I, I mean, he can hit. He, he doesn't need a field. So, right. I mean, what is Eloy doing? We don't want him in the field anyway.
0: No, we don't. There's Spider-Man <laughs> over here. <laughs> All right. Point number three. Looks like rookie Andrew Vaughn will break camp and will be the team's DH. Hmm. He's been playing left field this week and last mm-hmm. couple of days. Which is funny because Han said after the injury, like, oh, Vaughn's not going to play left. Okay. And then the next day, La Russa puts him in left to play.
1: So does that mean that they're not on the same page? Or does that mean La Russa is saying, I don't care what you say. I'm doing what I want with my team.
0: La Russa has the spade, the mm. ace of spades mm. that he can throw down at any point. Yeah. Because he'll just call upstairs.
1: And he says, I'm 197. I'm not, just do what I say, please.
0: <laughs> I but at the same time players, if you're on my roster, I'm going to do my lineup, and I'm going right. to play whoever I want. Right. And he's old school like that.
1: Yeah. Well, like, and like I like agree said, with that. makes that call, and you just hear, yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, oh, baseball? what's going on with Rodan? Oh, that's right. That was my last point. Uh, um, Rodan actually made the... Rotation. Ooh, ooh, it was a word. You ooh, say almost, that. I, I almost ooh. slipped out, man. So, uh, yeah, so apparently the new pitching coach that we got, uh, uh, Ethan Katz, I think that's the name is the 12 yeah, year old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has fixed Rodon's uh, delivery. So it looks like he secured the position, <laughs> and that's why we sent Lopez away. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's going on with the Cubbies? Chicago
1: Cubs, Nico Horner. He was optioned to Triple A as. David Boudy won the second base job. Uh Nico did all he could to force the Cubs hand showing up with a new physique, refined swing and and he was spraying line drives all over the field. Yeah. But Chicago plans on prioritizing uh, prioritizing his development. Uh, he's going to open at the alternate training site where he can get regular at-bats in simulated game settings. Th-
0: this is a service time issue? Uh-huh. And unlike the Cubs who are really doing this, the White Sox are not doing that. Uh-huh. Andrew Vaughn's are like saying, no, he's going to come up. We don't well, care about that.
1: But what is that? You know what that's a direct result of is the injury. But, you know what I mean? So there's the well, he was, No, he was going to make camp. He was, he was going to make the team. No, but what I'm saying is that with, um, with Andrew Vaughn, Yeah you know where he's going to slot in. It's not this, oh, yeah, he's on the team. He's sitting on the bench. Because of the injury, he's going to actually play.
0: Right. So that's the big
1: thing. Uh, They want Nico to actually have some at-bats and and keep playing because they're going to – David Bode, I think he's – He's a better player right now. Well, I think he's out of options, so they're going to play him. And don't forget, they – so – Bodie won the second base job, but I think with Nico getting optioned, the way that they kind of phrase it is that David, or I think Eric Sogard, who they brought in the season, that's who's going to make the team over him because then once he gets past his service time thing, they can still bring him up anyway. So he was basically the last man out because he was the guy that had service time remaining. Um, Ross came out and says, you know, we've talked it to the death. We talked it back and forth. And because we know Nico is the future, we think, you know, he has to put in the work. And and it looks really real. He says, you know, but right now it's 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 Bodie's turn. It's David's turn, and I think he's been hearing that message for a long time, and that it's somebody else's turn. And finally, you know, he's getting that opportunity.
0: Um, so David's a good, David's a good player. I I think he's a really good player. I mean, he stepped in for Bryant on third base and played very very well.
1: You know, the the thing is, is that we can compare this to the Chris Bryant situation, but he is not Chris Bryant. No, 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 you know no, what no I mean. No. So, I mean, and he's actually been really good in spring training. He's hitting uh, 368. I mean, you know, he's, he's got a pretty good uh, career average at 247. He's had a 208 uh, uh, major league appearances. So, I mean, he's actually played, I think, more major league games and minor league games at this point. So, I mean, you know, this is kind of, the, it feels almost like how they kind of handled uh, uh, Ian Happ in mm-hmm. the long run, you know? Right, right. Um, Another young guy who we didn't know was going to go on with uh, Adbert, Adbert, Alzale. <laughs> <He laughs> There's made... a lot of consonants that's in a, those a, names. Yeah, um, yeah. he made the Cubs opening a roster, and he's going to be in the rotation. Alec Mills will start the wow. season in the bullpen. Right. Well, he was he was a bullpen guy anyway, and he got a spot start yeah, when they, he got his no-hitter. Right, they stretched him. Yeah, right. last year he threw the new hitter for the Cubs against... The Milwaukee Brewers, baby. Uh, the Cubs selected Rex Brothers contract uh, last week. They give the giving him a spot also in the opening day bullpen. Wow. Uh, Ross came out and confirmed that right-hander Dylan Maples made the team as well. Putting the final touches in what will be a nine-man relief core to start the twenty twenty-one campaign.
0: So That's fourteen pitcher- pitchers out that's of the lot. twenty-seven slots, right? Numbers, uh, I, yeah, whatever you say. Kimbrel is going to return
1: as the Cubs' closer. We know that he's going to be joined by right-handers Jason Adam, Dylan Maples, Alec Mills, Ryan Tepera (MVP), Dan Winkler, and Brandon Workman. Plus, left these Rex brothers and Andrew Chafin.
0: Dan Winkler wasn't he on Happy Days?
1: Monday, Tuesday. The Chicago Cubs will host Opening Day at Wrigley Field on April 1st. There's your April Fool again. Uh, Uh, They face the Pittsburgh Pirates, starting with a very familiar time to Cubs fans. Like I said, that day game 1:20
0: p.m. Well, the day games is because they never had lights, and and that's fine. That's That's fine. That's fine. There's nothing against Cubs fans. Cubs game day games are great. They're they're awesome because I mean, just
1: like where you are, it's it's a it's just a great daytime environment he got all the bars. Um, Kyle <laughs> Hendricks. <laughs> Kyle Hendricks has been named the opening day starter for of the course. second time of in course. a row. Because they, they got rid of Darvish. But he's your ace. This is his second year in a row because he got the start last year yeah. over Darvish. Darvish. Yeah. And that's after John Lesser was the opener for many years for the Cubs.
0: And they didn't bring him back.
1: No. And that's. I mean, hey, you got you got your rotation set. What is going to happen? Who the hell knows? You got Arietta back. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Adsley going to be starting. Uh, you know, this is this is going to be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen, but, I mean, I think they have, I think this is going to go one of two ways. They're going to fall off a cliff right away and come off to just a, such a slow start that by the time the trade deadline comes, they are going to be tip. sellers instead of buyers, mm-hmm. or they're going to come out on fire and then try to maintain and hopefully what they're going to do, I feel like, is they're going to kind of be maybe around 500 in midseason and they're going to make some desperation moves and maybe try to pull some guys off of other bad teams and and try to make their push and go for a wild card. I don't know if they're winning the division, especially with the addition of Arenado to the to the Cardinals. Um, but I, I think really we always kind of have uh, the Milwaukee Brewers in the back of our mind. Yeah, but I think this is a division where you're going to see the true competition going to be between the
0: Cardinals and the Cubs. It's going to be a dogfight for you guys.
1: Absolutely. It's oh, it's, oh yeah. This is this is by far not a clear cut. Oh yeah, the Cubs can do it. This is I hope the Cubs can beat the Cardinals because I think the Cardinals are definitely the front runner right. in our division
0: right now. This is a year for the Cubs where it's uh, bang or bust. Yes. Or Boomer or bust, however you want to say it. Either they're gonna like you said, they're going to come out on fire, and hey, we got a chance. Let's right. go acquire some short t- contracts. And see what we can do You never know If you get in If you get into the dance Hey you might make it all the way, you know, you might get lucky.
1: Well, and, and what it is is that they brought back a couple of, I, I think one of the names that I was thinking about before and, and I mentioned before, they brought back like Cameron Maben, yeah. but they didn't bring back Billy Hamilton. I think you guys got yeah, him We now. got him now, yeah. So, I mean, like there are these guys that were, that's the thing, that's the weird thing about the Reds is that they got these guys that played for them for like 10 years. They're really good. And then like Jay Bruce is on like the Mets now, you know what I mean? And and you got, uh, I can't remember the first it,
0: baseman. The- it's Reds. Ohio.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what it is, is that you guys, you get these guys that are kind of stuck in purgatory and they're like they are hot at the beginning of the season and then what happens is they play there until they're too old and they get traded.
0: Castellanos should not be over there. No that, no no that's a ridiculous like I don't know what? why. Of all teams. Like I was like come to come to our side or stay up there on the Northside. Right. You, you're gonna do you and can you become a, a yeah you would be, be a legend here
1: because that's the thing is that you think about like a team like Detroit where he came from right. i ha, i never even heard of this guy oh i see.
0: He used to kill us
1: yeah he, he, and but he's you, a double machine and that's what i'm saying you only know him because he played against you but right. if you were like a Texas Rangers fan you would have never heard of this guy no you know what i mean so it's like when he came to the cubs i was like oh okay i didn't know who he was mm-hmm. and he came over here with his his shirt half open, flapping around and yeah. stuff like that. You know his style. He had that crazy swing, and I was like, "Okay, I like this guy." He can rank. And he was the one that brought that spark the year he was brought over in that trade. But what I what I what I'm saying is that Detroit and Cincinnati are essentially the equivalent of each other in their respective leagues. Oh yeah. Where you got kind of like a town that people know, but it's not real big. It's not very popular right now.
0: Not since the '70s.
1: Right, and. You know, they, they, they're relatively anonymous players for those the stars of those teams, unless you're, like, a fantasy bum like me. Yeah. So, as a Cubs fan, I never heard of Casianos. Now he goes to the other version of the Detroit Tigers, and people forgot about him all over again. Yeah. I forgot he was even in. I was like, you until you mentioned him, I was like, oh, yeah. So, yeah. that's what I'm saying.
0: I don't know if he, maybe he didn't like the big market. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but the whole deal was for me was, like, um, uh, we need a right fielder. You're a right fielder. We got money. You need money.
1: I think also at the beginning of last season, the, the people felt like the Reds were on the cusp of something big because don't that forget Bauer. they had Trevor Bauer. Yeah. You know, so I think that was their big push, and, and getting Castellanos was like, oh, this is that piece that's going to help us go over the edge, and guess what?
0: It didn't work. It didn't work. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with our featured guest this week, Connor Holtz from B-Pong Chicago after a word from our friends at Grick Clothing Company. Hey, true Chicago sports
1: fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their Southside Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, T-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. Check out gritclothingcode.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. That's gritclothingcode.com and use our promo code True Fan 15. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah, this week we have another great guest from B-Pong Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome in Connor Holtz. Thank you guys for having me. Um, you know, I, I've been
2: doing B-Pong, uh, professional beer pong tournaments, both here in Chicago and uh, throughout the country for a couple of years now. So definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to have me on the show today absolutely
0: absolutely so first things first we got to know and we got to ask are you cubs or white Sox?
2: oh man that's that's kind of going to be the toughest question you're going to give me all day but <laughs> dominant, die, hard, die hard cubs fan man yeah not say, don't hate the socks like, right. don't like all it's, right it's it's tough you know i'm never going to root against chicago the chicago boy through and through but uh Cubs all the way, man. I'll be there uh, opening weekend uh, next Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's that's
1: what's up. You see, I finally got some Cubs fans to back me up on. I see see what you're doing here. (laughs) All right, man, let's get into it. Tell us about B-Pong
2: Chicago. How did it get started, and how did you get involved with it? Uh, B-Pong started in 2001. It was started by Billy Gaines, who was a collegiate swimmer. Uh, Obviously, he was around the party scene, kind of the, the Pong scene for a while, and he wanted to kind of take it to the next level. A couple years later, in 2006, he hosted the first World Series of Beer Pong in Las Vegas. And from there on, like, they've been pretty much running tournaments throughout the country. Uh, World Series happens every year in Las Vegas, currently at the Westgate, but they've been at venues such as Flamingo, you know, and and such. So three, four years ago, I reached out and kind of wanted to get involved. As we all know, we all like playing Mm Pong, but, you know, you're playing for fun with your friends. There's a certain kind of you know, level that it gets to where, you know, you're not exactly playing with a lot of stakes on the line. So I wanted to play for some big money, wanted to play for some higher stakes. And, you know, Billy and and Josh Hendo, another owner of the company, they set me up, got me going with running tournaments. And, you know, it kind of just took off from there. Once I went to my first World Series, 2018, I was hooked from there and, and, you know, kind of rest in history.
0: All right, so uh, what we're hearing is you're pretty good at beer pong. What kind of strategy is involved in playing beer pong?
2: Absolutely. I mean, you got to have some some confidence. You got to be ready to, mm-hmm. you know, your chips are going to be done at some point. You're playing against the best in the world. We could be playing, you know, the World Series knitting, and you're going to be going against the, the best knitters in the world. All right. So, you know, if you're going out uh, under the table and you're not exactly there mentally, you got to be ready to kind of get back in games you're losing in. Uh, if you get sent into rebuttal, you know, three, four cups, you got to be able to hit those cups to force overtime lose a game and still win a tournament you can have a bad day and still have a good week at a a major tournament things like that so confidence is is key man
0: what's what's your favorite thing
2: about playing uh beer pong honestly it's the camaraderie right we all like to win you know especially when there's big money on the line but it's the camaraderie it's something that my boys and i've been playing whether you know we're pre-gaming or going to bars throughout the city (laughs) uh for for many years so that's something that kind of drew us in, both here on a, on a local scale. And then I went to the World Series, where I really didn't know anybody other than Billy Gaines and, and Josh Henderson, who the two owners. Uh, immediately, I was kind of, you know, you look at the U- YouTube videos and things like that, and it can be kind of aggressive, right? There's, there's a lot of smack talk on the table, a lot of intensity. So I didn't know exactly how I would be welcomed into the community like that. But once I went to World Series, people were, you know, as amazing as you can imagine, like Yeah, they'll beat you on the table. They're gonna come at your head, but they'll go out and buy you a a drink at the bar and and they'll really welcome you into the family as long as you're not there.
0: That's awesome. That's
1: fantastic. Um, So when you talk about all these national events, I mean, do you guys rank players
2: nationally or is there any kind of like ranking system? There is, there is, you can go to bpong.com to kind of keep tabs on that sort of thing. It really depends on the volume of events. You know. it, if there aren't a lot of events going on obviously in the last year obviously right. but um, there's there's rankings. the thing about it too it's very regional right So if you ask somebody from New Jersey who the best players in the world are, they're going to have their own opinion right for, uh, yeah. or the Midwest So it, it kind of ends up being personal opinion and really the rankings kind of figure themselves out by you know, who shows up at the major tournaments when all the eyes are on there. Oh.
1: So you're in charge <laughs> of like the Chicago yeah. chapter. Um, are there other chapters throughout the country where they're representative of like different cities or,
2: or areas? Beepong pong Chicago is the first uh, formally branded uh, kind of chapter, as, as you would say. But there's affiliated uh, organizers all over the country. Uh, we have tournaments in San Diego by people who work for for B-Pong and work as staff mm-hmm. five days out of seven throughout the week. If you go to you know just about any big city in the country going to be able to find a tournament within driving distance so obviously chicago's a major hub it's where myself and josh henderson are based so there's a lot of a lot of action in this city and, and, and you know surrounding communities but you'll be able to kind of find a, a tournament just about every city
1: oh wow, that's, that's that's awesome man i mean i think it's a really cool thing and that's especially Chicago being kind of the first one to have their own, like almost affiliate, if you want to call it that. Um, I I think it's really cool. and, And hopefully it's something that kind of grows throughout the country you guys can kind of have your own competitive little thing where you're like, well, Chicago is better than Detroit, and you can have yeah. your own, like,
0: you know, kind of... <laughs> I mean, we gotta we got to put these guys on the ocho. That's...
2: <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's, it's exposure, right? Because, yeah. you know, I found out about it kind of on accident. I was, you know, I'm the type of guy who likes to go to Vegas, have a good time, and I was in the Flamingo and, and saw some advertising for the World Series. And, you know, I always thought, like... There has to be a certain demographic that knows about this thing. And they know about it. Whenever I tell people that there is such thing as a World Series of beer pong, whether they've heard of it or not, they think it's the coolest thing on the planet. And they want to get their buddy. They want to go run the table, just like they've done a million times before. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the guys who think they're the best at everything. Especially when see, you would see it every week, man. Yeah. They would yeah. go to our
2: tournaments. They're like, we're going to run this. We're going to take, you know, back the cash. And it doesn't always work out. But <laughs> as an organizer and somebody who's promoting the brand, I try to kind of hold the hold their hand through those out, you know, like uh-huh. make sure that they don't come out and, and win the whole pot, that, you know, they had a good time and that they'll
1: be back. That's what's up. That's right. All right, man, we're going to put you through our gauntlet. These are kind of little questions they are going to screw with you a little bit. That's that's the hope here. We want to give you the first thing that uh, just give us the first thing that comes to mind. If you could be the best in the world at something for one day, what would it be?
2: Well, Beer Pong would obviously be a great one. But, uh, you know, with the way things are going in in the last year, stocks would probably be a pretty good one for that, too. So I'll throw that in.
1: Okay. For one day. One day. You're the Um, best in the world?
2: Yeah. Beer Pong, man. Sunday at (laughs) Beer Pong, if I could run the table, like, you know, that's what happens, right? Sunday at Beer Pong, Sunday uh, at the main event, World Series of Beer Pong, that's when the trophy gets handed out. 128 teams left after they, you know, they make the cut and you know you could be shooting great all week you could be shooting great all weekend and if you're not, not on point on Sunday it doesn't matter you're bummed so mm. if I could be you know the best in the world on that day I could probably make something happen there you go there you go
0: uh, yeah. what's something that people seem to misunderstand about beer pong and beer pong players
2: Oh, for sure. The easiest, you know, answer to that would be the misconception with it being just a straight drinking game. Just, you know, we, we don't put beer in the cups at any of our tournaments. Right. Uh, you know, people are allowed, obviously, to drink and, and stuff like that. But we actually have rules specifically in our in our you know, World Series of Beer Pong rules that not only are you not, you know, required to drink during our tournaments, but you can't intimidate your opponents and try to, you know, make them drink or make fun of them for not drinking stuff like that. Okay. It, it's obviously where the game came from. But it's a major misconception that you know that's that's purely what the game is all about. It's it's about competition. It's it's in the same realm and as like cornhole or darts mm-hmm. or but we just so happen to have beer in front of the name. So it's it's, it's, it's a tough label to shake at times, but. You know, I think once people come out and, you know, experience an event firsthand, they can kind of see that there's a lot more to it. I don't know,
0: man. To me, yeah. that's kind of the best part of, the, oh, that's that's you, part oh, of the thing. You'll you be disqualified, E, because you could be a bully sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I ref the World Series of Beer Pong. Man, That that's a dirty job. It's a tough job. Uh, you have to deal with stuff like that, but you got to make sure that, you know, the players are having a good time, too, certain lines
1: of Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I get uh, that, yeah. but still.
0: <laughs> I, want,
2: but yeah, I want the I, beer. Hey, I'm right there with you, bro. We, we, uh, I, I always make sure when I when I run a tournament, I get you know some some deals at the bar. It's not easy and cheap to go out and drink in Chicago, so I right. try to make sure our players get you know the chance to kind of play and, and have some drinks. In the, you know, oh,
1: we we we've uh, had uh, we've had games where. You know, if you if you hit the cup that your opponent hit, you got to take a shot, like all types of oh, stuff. God. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Our, our our games are underground. You want to call it games? They, those sure. get pretty grimy, but uh, but I, I get it. I, I get it, man. So let, let me ask you this. Your last day on Earth,
2: what would you pick for your last meal? Oh, man. As a Chicago boy, it's got to be some good deep dish pizza.
0: You know, you probably, probably
2: throw got... some champagne in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> These you are, know, anything yeah. Anything that's going to kind of get make me feel like I'm going out on, on top, going out the right way. you going for the deep dish?
0: Like, wow. Yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, you know, deep dish kind of gets a, you know, it's getting a bad rap in, in certain times. People like to say, you know, it's for special occasions. But at the end of the day, man, like, you get some good deep dish. What, what,
0: what's find good deep your dish? Where, where are you going for your deep dish?
2: I'm a guy. So they got good deep dish. Uh, there's a couple locations. The one I, I go to normally is on state. Uh, they got a really good deep dish. It's not too doughy. It's not too cheesy. They kind of keep a, a good, you know, mixture of everything. But they also got great thin crust. So, okay. you know, I'm not, I'm not purely on the deep dish, uh, you know, bandwagon 100%. But go deep dishes. Well. This city, man, you know, you really, you really can't go too wrong.
1: Look, I, I, I'm with you on that because I, I agree with you. I think Deep Dish does get a bad wraparound here. Yeah, it does. Because everyone says, well, that's the tourist pizza. I was like,
0: mm. to be
1: fair, we have great pub style pizza with a yes. thin crust. But we also have a very unique thing here that you can't replicate in other cities. So, I mean, I appreciate what it is.
0: I, I, I like going to Pequod's. I like getting that burnt crust.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: get it.
2: I, I get it.
1: There's there's a the thing about Chicago. You can get anything here. Yeah. So that, that's and the cool pizza thing. a cap
2: of the world i'm coming at new york's head with that oh, we got oh can yeah all style that's um, right that's right you can do right. club style we can do thing cross bring it
0: on that's right all right Connor. before we let you go tell our listeners about any upcoming events that you got going on and where they can find you on social media
2: absolutely uh you can follow b pong official on both facebook and instagram if you want to know about local events in chicago you're going to want to follow b pong chicago on both facebook and instagram B Pong, as you can D P O N G, Chicago, right there. We keep everything up to date. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic and everything, we haven't been able to play in bars at, as much, uh, but we just got back into bars recently and we'll be uh, at Boulevard Sports Lounge on April 9th. Okay. Uh, well, have stay, we have to cap them, obviously. We're, we're trying to keep it as, as safe as possible with all the guidelines. So you have to bring a mask, uh, sign up early. So, so DM the page, DM myself. Uh, Get your sign up, get your team in there, man. If you guys want to come and run the table and take home that prize, you got to reserve your spot. There you go. Well, that's awesome. I'm sure some of
1: our listeners would definitely be interested in uh, trying their hand and seeing uh, if they're actually as good as they think they are.
2: You know, we see that every... I told you guys earlier, we see that all the time. You, you're going to get those two people who come in and they're like, we're going to run the table. We're just going to run through everybody who plays. And we got pros out here, man. Like, we, we do this on a regular <laughs> basis. You go to the World Series, you play some of the best in the world, and, and you get better. That's how you have to do it. You have to come out, you have to play, you have to participate. You know, we, we play at some of the off, like best venues I've ever seen. We played at you know, Sears, Willis Tower, you know, we played at Soldier Field. We played at Sears Center. Mm. You know, playing at those venues is a little different than playing in, you know, your buddy's backyard or a garage or something like that. Right. So, you know, it's you know, I can guarantee you're going to have a good time whether you win or lose, but you want to get better and take home that big cash. You know, World Series has had a prize pool of 65 k Wow. Sometimes Uh-oh. people scoff at the idea of beer pong being a sport or, or whatever, but, you know, laugh at it. But it's skill. It's a very skill sport. If you win that money, people will be laughing all the way to the banks. Uh-huh
1: absolutely man that's awesome that's awesome all right thanks again to our guest today from b-punk chicago our guy connor holtz thanks connor
2: appreciate you guys man we'll see you out there soon absolutely absolutely
0: it's that time again brother Uh oh Oh, yeah you know what time it is Mm -hmm. it's time for stirring a pot oh Oh, yeah all right man since it is your birthday Uh and uh you know we (laughs) had some adult beverages a little bit uh, I'm going to go with some Mexican beers here And I want you to choose one No, no caveat No caveat And and, and, I, and I don't want We're not going to get into the discussion Of cans and bottles Alright So whatever you prefer <laughs> Cans or bottles I don't care uh-huh. Modelo Corona Oh this is an easy one
1: Modelo all day. It's Modelo time, fool! In the can, in the can. No, it's yeah, in the can. In the can, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It it was funny is when I was over by your place. Yeah, you had three cans and they were all white. And you're like, which one do you want? And I saw two cans in one hand, two cans in the other. But I only saw the white side of the can. And I was like, give me this one. You're like, oh. And I was like, man, Modelo was my jam when I was like not watching what I was drinking. Yeah. Now that you know, I'm drinking uh, Coors Light almost all the time now. But, um, I mean, and that's just, to me,
0: Coors Light is it's cool. water.
1: It's just. Damn,
0: it's, it's just something to have in your hand because you're such a habit of it's drinking. It's something
1: to hydrate me while I'm taking yes. shots of tequila. <laughs> that, that, is, that
0: is very true. But
1: if I have my my choice of, like, what I'm going to drink, it's going to be an Modelo. Corona is, no thanks.
0: Uh, yeah, it for me, it's, like, bitter. It's weird.
1: It's, it's like It's got a weird taste to it. Yeah. I, you know what? The, the other beer that I, I used to drink when I was a lot younger and I can't anymore is Heineken. Oh yeah, exactly. It's bad. It's so heavy, and it stinks. It stinks like skunk. Yeah, it stinks like, the uh, like. <laughs> if you get a Stella, Stella's like similar, but it's yes. got a different. But I will tell you what. Like I got the Christmas model, the big, the big green bottle yes, yeah, with yeah, the cork on it or whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because right when you pop that sucker, it smells like you know someone's brewing something in your backyard. <laughs> That's it's, <laughs> it's been <laughs> fermenting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. If I'm going Corona or Modelo, yeah. Oh, no shot. I'm going for a Corona. What about you?
0: Um, uh, yeah, it's both the time, fool. Uh-huh. I, and i right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Believe me, fool. you're gonna hear that. Um, <laughs> do, you add an, uh, do you add a Do you add a line to it? Uh, I mean, if someone gives me one, Yeah, you know, no, I'm indifferent about it. it you know, if, if if it's there, great. If not, I'm fine with it. I, yeah. I you know, drink it naked or whatever. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you could put clothes on when you drink too. Why? <laughs> 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 um, but a good beer. That has to have a lime. Tecate. Okay. It's going to have the lime and the salt. It's just, it doesn't, it tastes like crap if you don't put
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I I know. It's like the
0: Mexican Coors Light. Tecate is. (laughs) That's what that is.
1: I'll tell you what, like, I've never been that into Tecate. Like, unless someone rings it. So I'm like, eh. Because, I mean, I know Modelo's there. So I just go for that.
0: Well, in my undergrad, there was a bar down the street, you know. And uh, Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Might have been Wednesdays, wing night. They mm-hmm. had just opened. They have fifteen cent wings and two dollars tachas. Oh, so you know, you yep, know, yep, you're right. a poor college right. kid. Poor right. college kid. You know where I'm going. Look, can I put beer in my ramen? <laughs> <laughs> I brought my own ramen. <laughs> Can I have some hot water. You know what I,
1: I saw the other day? It was like uh, someone was talking about they got their stimmy and they put ramen, but they put a lobster tail in oh, it. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, I got my stimmy but I'm still broke. Like <laughs> I want you to know the best of both worlds, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you got I got my stemmy drive drive through McDonald's. My, you know. Uh, can I have an ice cream? Uh, sir, the, uh, (laughs) the machine machine is is broken. broken. How much to fix it? (laughs) I got money.
1: (laughs) You know what my go-to was is that I I would get uh, a good tequila on the rocks. Yeah. With a lime. Okay. I would squeeze the lime and let that sit and I would also get a Modelo. Okay. By the time I finished my Modelo, the ice melted just enough to kind of cut the, uh, the the tequila, tequila yeah. and steep that lime in there. So even when you pick it up, it's kind of cloudy. Mm-hmm. I would sip on that while I'm drinking my next Modelo. That was my jam, and I would get like maybe two, like maybe like two or three tequila on the rocks while I'm kind of sipping my beers. So all I really need is like. You know, three, four beers, a couple of tequilas, and I'm good to go. Uh, yeah. I don't need definitely. more than that. No, you don't. Mean? No, you don't. But that was a, that was a jam. You got to make sure you eat you,
0: before oh, you do Oh, yeah. That. Put down a base. Because that will do it Yes, to you. kiddos. Put down a base first.
1: <laughs> All right. Before we go. Oh, boy. Let me ask you, sir. Yes. What
0: you looking at? What have you been watching that is not sports? Uh, so, I've caught up and surpassed you on Boardwalk Empire. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Had a little time.
1: You ain't no know, you know, you know, cheerings. <laughs> I got yeah, I got other no, I got yeah. other humans in my house that are taking <laughs> up my
0: time. Yeah, so uh, again, I've been watching Mankind. It's a great show on Apple. Mm-hmm. Where it's essentially it's talking about the space program when they went to the moon and what if they kept going to the moon. Right, and then it's not only the space race to get to the moon against the Soviets, but the mining of the moon and what uh, materials are there. And at some point, it gets into just kind of like where we're at now. Mm-hmm. You know you. This is my land. Oh no, this is my land. <laughs> and I, my flag is here first. That kind of stuff. I don't think um, that works on the moon. That's that's the that's the issue, right? Mm. It's it's space. So, what are you watching? So, I
1: I have a tendency of start watching a program and then if I'm not in the mood for that, I'll kind of put it off and pick it back up later. So, yeah. I did I'm on like season 3, episode 2 of Boardwalk yeah. where I've kind of stayed um and and if I have like an hour or so that I know I can watch, or that I'm not gonna fall asleep. Yeah. Then I'll put it on. But what I've actually been re-watching is Entourage. And I was thinking Good about show. I think I was talking about that before. And I'm at, I'm right where, um, they're waiting for Medine to be shown at Cannes and their crazy director Billy. They're trying to bring him in for a new project, and and E is kind of having a lot of issues with him. So that's where I'm sitting right now. They just got back with with Ari, um, after their little hiatus, and they fired him because it was just some goofy stuff going on there but yeah that's where i am man i i enjoy it I, I watched it when it came out matter of fact when when my wife was uh pregnant with my first daughter right she watched the hell out of entourage really? yeah, every night every night it was just i think i had like bootleg copies on a dvd or something like that so that's what went on the tv so i'm kind of re-watching and, and reliving my my
0: uh Life vicariously through Vince and E and <laughs> all them, them cats over there, man.
1: Yeah, that's a good
0: show. I mean, there's a lot of HBO shows that are really good, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is that it, they stand the test of time. I can they go do. back and watch them. I mean, it's it's very chauvinistic. Like I feel like a show right now yeah. in that vein would be, yeah. be kind of pushing the up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's a fun watch.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, brother, let's get out of here.
1: All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thanks to our sponsors 606 Media Group, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Thanks for our new gear. They should be available for sale soon, guys. Yes,
0: yes. Thank you, Grit. The, the sweater and the t shirts are f- amazing. <laughs> there goes <that> f again. <laughs> All right, don't forget to check out
1: GritClothingCo.com and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off of your entire order. That's TrueFan15. Thanks to today's guest from B-Pong Chicago, Connor Holtz. Check out our Facebook page for all his event details. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to our super producer, Jay Soto.
0: Super duper.
1: Want to start a podcast or have your show sound as clean as ours? You can find everything you need at jsotomedia.com. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True, C-H-I Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and don't forget to reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you. Reach us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 39. <laughs> Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I caught
0: San that. San Diego. <laughs> you know what you mean? Yes, and I can't say that the show. <laughs> a few moments later.
1: You have a lot of incest. That's real.
2: Shut your no. mouth.
0: Never Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins.
2: I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos! b-b-b-that's off!
0: Oh, I shouldn't have those artichokes, but eat that poppers.